afternoon. I mean, good morning, everyone. And for some reason, it doesn't look like the mic is working. Yes, it is. Okay, hi, good morning, everyone. And welcome to today's lesson. There's always some kind of a technical glitch. What we're going to do right now, um, the lesson today is lesson 89, which is a review of lessons 77 and 78, I believe. Um, I'm entitled to miracles and let miracles replace all grievances. Before we get going, let's figure out what's happening with our translator. So I will invite you to take a few deep breaths, relax, remember why you're here. And as we often say, we ascend in peace to the Father by giving Him ascendance in our mind. So let's come into that place of pure love, of pure joy, and be still an instant and go home and we'll play a song. are tranquil, all longing satisfied. There is no sorrow, the joy of heaven has come. Love no longer feared, but glad. Gladly welcome 
the time of everlasting things is at hand. Welcome, good morning, and thank you for being here, all the guys here physically at the Healing Center, and all of you millions and billions of people listening from all over the universe, from all over. Thank you so much for joining us in this one endeavor. I love you with all my heart, and it's a huge privilege for me to be here in this moment and to have the occasion or the opportunity to express this extraordinary message of our liberation. So it's Good Friday today, and um, our lessons could not be more specifically tailored to a day that we remember bodies splayed on crosses, <laughs> bleeding. <and air. laughs> so our lessons, we are reviewing lessons 77 and 78. It's lesson 89 in the review lessons. And uh, we're reviewing, I am entitled to miracles and let miracles replace all grievances. But before I get going with um, reading the lessons, let's just look at today what today is all about. This is Good Friday. This is really the culmination of every horrible thing that can possibly happen to a body identity. Whether it's torture, denial, or your friends abandon you, you are beaten to a pulp, you, I, oh my goodness, and then you are killed in the most humiliating, horrendous way possible. And all the people that you trusted and helped are standing there, they're mocking you, and it's just horrible. And even your Father in Heaven, on whom you depended, who gave you all this power to do all this stuff, doesn't even answer you. I mean, my goodness, like everybody is against you at this point. This is the condition of the human being. In the uh, crucifixion example, it's very graphically uh, displayed, and so you can really get a sense. But if you make it about another body 2,000 years ago, you've missed the point entirely. Because the fact of the matter is that no matter how tiny you think the irritation is, or how minor you think the discomfort is, the idea of yourself as a separate entity, locked in space and time, is everything that the crucifixion is. That's just what you're experiencing in every single moment that you deny that you are the perfect holy son of creation itself is crucifixion. So before we really get going, I am going to go back and read a lesson. And I think it's like lesson, it's a review of lesson 68, I believe. Yes, so it's lesson 84. And it is love holds no grievances. And the reason I'm going to read it is because I'm going to skip forward and read something from the text. <laughs> Sorry, my translator is going absolutely nuts here with me. And um, we are going to read from the introduction of chapter four in the text. And I'm just giving Maria, who is so wonderfully translating for me, time to find it in her book. Uh, it's just an introduction, and it's, I think it's the third paragraph, okay? And so this is what it says. The journey to the cross should be the last useless journey. Useless journey. Do not dwell upon it, but dismiss it as accomplished. Here's the key, here's the crux of the matter. If you can accept it as your own last useless journey, you are also free to join my resurrection. Until you do so, your life is indeed wasted. It merely reenacts the separation, the loss of power, 
the futile attempts of the ego at reparation, and finally, the crucifixion of the body, or what you call death. Such repetitions are endless. They are endless until they are what? Voluntarily given up, okay? Because you might think you have no choice about this. You know, one thing that's unavoidable is death and taxes, and that you're marching onward towards death, and that's something that you cannot avoid because you're this body and everybody dies. It's never you, however, but it, everybody dies. No, that's not true. Listen to this. Such repetitions are endless until they are voluntarily given up. Because every body that dies is an image projection of your own mind reenacting this idea of separation over and over again. And every body is what you use to literally prove to yourself, to demonstrate to yourself that that's what life is. That's not what life is. It has absolutely no meaning. The world I see has nothing to do with reality. It is of my own making, and it does not exist. And until you begin to actually entertain and experience that within your own mind, you will literally believe that you are flesh and bones. And there is no power in heaven or earth that can dissuade you from that until you voluntarily give it up. Okay. Do not make the pathetic error, and it is indeed pathetic, do not make the pathetic error of clinging to the old rugged cross. The only message of the crucifixion is that you can overcome the cross. Until then, you are free to crucify yourself as often as you choose. I mean, clearly that's tongue-in-cheek. That's not the message that he is bringing you. Just go ahead and just crucify yourself as much as you want. But you are free to do it, and you are doing it. And the whole purpose of this event, this period of time, this Easter, the message of Jesus Christ, the entire Course in Miracles, the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Bhagavad Gita, the Eightfold Path, all of it is to really demonstrate to you, show you, that you are life itself, that you are all power. You are the power of creation itself. You are the holy, perfect Son of God himself. Love is what you are. Joy is what you are. Peace belongs to you. All of that stuff, that's the message of any scripture. But these are words. What do they really mean? To those who go to sleep and rise by the clock, absolutely nothing. So who cares what happened before now? Right now, today, in this instant, you have the power, you have the freedom, and you have the ability to choose another path, to decide for the truth, and to let the truth mm -hmm. be true in you, within your experiences, right here and right now. Every single lesson that we have done up until this point has demonstrated to you in no uncertain terms, in every single way possible, that God is with you, that he lives and moves in you, you live and move in him, and that the thing that you call yourself that is separate and can suffer is not real in any regard, you do not have to hold on to it, you don't have to believe in it, you can literally just let it go and go home to your father wherever you think you find yourself. It is a mindful act, has nothing to do with the body. The body is an image, it's a picture that you're holding in your mind. Your mind has no beginning and no end. This is what divine man taught the other day. What has been given you, the knowledge that you are a mind, in mind, purely mind, sinless forever, wholly unafraid because you were created out of love. That is just the fact of the matter. It is true 
It was true in 2000, 2000 years ago. It's true now. It will always be true. true has, truth has nothing to do with time whatsoever. This has nothing to do with the ego identity that you call yourself. That's just a tiny mad idea. All right, so <laughs> let's continue. All right, so in, uh, this is just one sentence. You don't need to find it. Uh, the message of the crucifixion is perfectly clear. Teach only love, for that is what you are. Teach only love, for that is what you are. Okay, love holds no grievances. Love created you like itself. And I'm just going to read the love holds no grievances because what you're going to see and what hopefully you have been seeing all along is that there is nothing that will crucify you faster and more efficiently than holding grievances. And that hanging on to the idea of yourself as a separate entity is literally the ultimate grievance, and it's a grievance against your creator. And that is the grievance that you have to release. That is what you must forgive if you are to know yourself in resurrection in the light. Okay? So let's just look at uh, Love Holds No Grievances, the review of that. It's the second part of Lesson 84. Got it? Okay. Grievances are completely alien to love. Completely alien. The idea of a, an ego identity is completely alien to creation. Truth does not recognize it at all. This is not what you are in any regard. Grievances are completely alien to love. Grievances attack love and keep its light obscure. And if you look honestly within your own mind, you will find that every grievance, and I'm going to bring it down to the mundane here, what you think is a grievance, the grudges that you hold against other people or other things or other situations, that in every instance, what you are really pushing to do is make that thing not you. Make it unlike yourself. And that is the way that you consolidate your grievance. That is the way you hold on to it. We'll give you an example. John chapter 8, the stoning or the attempted stoning of the woman who was caught in adultery. Okay. What does Jesus say? to really trigger that sense of letting go, and I have no place in this, he that is without sin, let him be the first to cast a stone. Because the moment you really begin to see your brother as like unto you, and we go a step further and say your brother is actually you, but the moment you begin to see that they are not different, you are actually able then to release the grievance. What is a teacher of God? A teacher of God sees your, his brother's interests as no different from his own. And so that sense of kinship comes out of love, doesn't it? You've got to start to evolve that sense of kinship. We call it fraternity or brotherhood. That is really love, isn't it? You are from the same source. You are peas in the same pod. You lived in the same womb, and you were pushed out of the same hoochie. Okay, so. <laughs> Pat is cracking me up here. I love you, Pat. But that's the very least in terms of how you regard another. As you have evolved in your mind to recognize that you're not a body at all, 
that your mind is literally where all your thoughts originate and everything is your thought because there's nothing outside your thought of it, you begin to see that, oh, these are just my own thoughts, my own thoughts originating in my mind. Kristen read this yesterday in Lesson 132. Ideas do not leave their source. The source of all your thoughts is your mind. So if you get nothing from A Course in Miracles, get that. Get that you are the thinker of your own thoughts. You are the thinker of every thought that has ever been thunk, wherever it was, <laughs> wherever it was thought. Okay, so let's just let's continue here. 921, let's keep moving. Grievances are completely alien to love. Grievances attack love and keep its light obscure. If I hold grievances, I am attacking love, and therefore, what am I doing? I'm attacking myself. I'm crucifying myself. Myself, and that's with a capital S, thus becomes alien to me. I am determined not to attack myself today so that I can remember who I am. Now that was what, five days ago. So by now, you are well situated in the house of love and you know yourself and you welcome everyone and everything with open arms. You do not resist any idea in your own mind. It's really that simple. I call it a policy of non-exclusion. You have no borders. Médecins sans frontières, doctors without borders. You have no borders. So everything is a holy part of your holy mind. There is no split, there is no separation anywhere. You begin to experience yourself as an integrated whole right here and right now, encompassing every idea of time, of space, of planet, whatever, they're all your ideas, without beginning and without end. And this is experiential. You can feel that right now. You can feel the freedom of not needing to defend yourself, not needing to defend a body identity, being willing to be seen, quite literally. Jesus says, I am not hiding because you're, I'm not hidden because you're hiding. So it's like, come out, come out from wherever you're hiding. You have nothing to hide. Let yourself be seen totally. That's the Holy Spirit, the unified force field, isn't it? The tachyon field of light energy. Open it up. It's that simple. Open-mindedness. That's the last characteristic of a teacher of God. But what I really want you to see is that it's experiential, it's real, and it changes everything. Okay. So now we flip to lesson 89, which is our lesson today. And we are reviewing two spectacular lessons. Absolutely spectacular. But before we do, suspense, suspense, now that you are in this wonderful state of openness and complete trust and letting yourself be seen and experiencing the joy of not having to defend yourself in any regard, why don't we play a song and we can enjoy <laughs> that freedom? <laughs> so let's play. Um, see you everywhere. That's a good one because you're really now seeing yourself everywhere. You're experiencing yourself everywhere. Complete abstraction is a natural condition of your mind. Here we go. Here's Mitris. See you everywhere.
is given life in you. Every bird that ever sang will sing again. Today's lesson is Lesson 89 of the Workbook of A Course in Miracles, and it's a review of Lessons 77 and 78. So let's take a look at them. And, and I know that most of you have been doing these lessons every day for who can remember. And it doesn't really matter because as we discover and as we are discovering now, all time is going on right now. Now is the only time there is. And so it doesn't really matter what happened yesterday or the day before or even a second ago in your estimation. It's you here now. That's all that counts. And so this is a brand new moment, a clean, untarnished birth, Jesus calls it. So, Lesson 77, I am entitled to miracles. I'm entitled to miracles because I'm under no laws but God's. Boom, there you go. You're under no laws but God's. His laws release me from all grievances here and now and replace them with miracles. 
and I would accept the miracles in place of the grievances, which are but illusions that hide the miracles beyond. Mm -hmm. And it's okay if up until this moment, you'd f you felt that you really had no idea how to let your grievances go. That's okay. It doesn't matter. You don't have to know a thing. Just be willing to have them be replaced. Your willingness is actually where the replacement is. Your willingness in and of itself replaces the grievances because it's a single action of surrender to your father. Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. Teach only love, for that is what you are. That's actually the essential message of the crucifixion. What message did you learn on that cross? To let go and let God. That's it. That's the only action that is required of your mind in any moment. That is your function. How simple is salvation? Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. Let miracles replace all grievances. And I would accept the miracles in place of the grievances, which are but illusions that hide the miracles beyond. Now, I would accept only what the laws of God entitle me to have that I may use it on behalf of the function he has given me. So we'll take a look at the lesson that we're going to do for the next part of the day. Then what I'm going to do is go back, remind you of the practice. We'll go into the practice and disappear from here, okay? So for the next half of the day, it's let miracles replace all grievances. There's not really a difference between these two lessons. You're entitled to miracles. The miracle's gonna replace them because you want them to, and now you're really letting miracles replace all grievances. This is the action of the allowance. You're simply continuing that action throughout the day. Let miracles replace all grievances. By this idea do I unite my will with the Holy Spirit and perceive them as one. What is the next sentence that comes on the cross after, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit? What's the next sentence? Anybody know? Bible scholars, Jesus freaks. Anybody know? Es ist erledigt. It is finished. It is accomplished. Yes, it is accomplished. Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. Woo! I'm gone. By this idea do I unite my will with the Holy Spirits and perceive them as one. By this idea do I accept my release from hell. By this idea do I express my willingness to have all my illusions be replaced with truth according to God's plan for my salvation. I would make no exceptions and no substitutes. I want all of heaven and only heaven as God wills me to have. So what we're going to practice with is the first part, I'm entitled to miracles. We're just going to very quickly go to the instructions as to how to do that which is at the introduction to this review, okay? And I'm just gonna read a couple of things here. Repeat the first phase of the exercise. It's about the third paragraph is where I'm starting. Repeat the first phase of the exercise period if you find your mind wandering, but try to spend the major part of the time listening quietly but attentively. So we're going to read the lesson. It's going to take us about three minutes, three or four minutes. You're going to listen. And then you're just going to lie back and listen. Isn't that great? And if you find your mind wandering, disappearing into crucifixion again, remember, 
that you are entitled to miracles and that you're in charge here, okay? There is a message waiting for you. Be confident that you will receive it. Remember that it belongs to you and that you want it. Do not allow your intent to waver in the face of distracting thoughts. Realize that whatever form such thoughts may take, they have no meaning and no power. God is not judging you. No one cares. Be still an instant and go home. Okay. Replace them with your determination to succeed. Do not forget that your will has power over all fantasies and dreams. Trust it to see you through and carry you beyond them all. Wow. Because your will is the will of God. Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. Nothing can prevail against a son of God who commends his spirit into the hands of his father. That's just the fact of the matter. Regard these practice periods as dedications to the way, the truth, and the life. Refuse to be sidetracked into detours, illusions, and thoughts of death. You are dedicated to salvation. Be determined each day not to leave your function unfulfilled. Especially today, it's Good Friday. That image of that cross is there, but it doesn't matter because it's all light. You've commended your spirit to the hands of your father. The body is forgotten completely. Okay, so let's just read the lesson one more time and we'll sit back. Today is Passover. This is the beginning of Passover. I know that we celebrated our Passover Seder yesterday, but this is the, pass the beginning of Passover. The celebration of uh, liberation, of freedom from exile, from slavery, from bondage to a self-identity. That's what we're celebrating today. And interestingly enough, the whole thing about Passover, when you do the Passover Seder, is that you can now recline. You can lie back and eat. Because as a slave, you, you weren't able to lie back and recline. You had to stand up all the time for Passover. You lie back, and that's what, exactly what we're going to do. I'm entitled to miracles. You've come a long way. You're at the end of it now. This is the resurrection. You're free. You're entitled to miracles because you're under no laws but God's. His laws release me from all grievances and replace them with miracles. And I would accept the miracles in place of the grievances which are but illusions that hide the miracles beyond. Now, I would accept only what the laws of God entitle me to have, that I may use it on behalf of the function he has given me. You might use these suggestions for specific applications of this idea. Behind this is a miracle to which I am entitled. Let me not hold a grievance against you whomever it is that comes to your mind, but offer you the miracle that belongs to you instead. Seen truly, this offers me a miracle. So that's what we're practicing with today. For the first half of today, I am entitled to miracles. You are a miracle. I'm entitled to miracles. It's your entitlement as the Holy Son of God himself and you're gonna let that happen. You're going to sit quietly, listen attentively <clears throat> in the confidence that you are whole and perfect as God created you. And we're gonna play a song. We're just gonna do this for five, 10 minutes, and then we're gone.
So on that spectacular note, we are going to bring this uh, episode of today's lesson to a close. Um, but that's only for the purpose of moving on to the next thing in our program, which is not different, by the way. You are entitled to miracles. Bear that in mind all through the day. And these are certain um, suggestions that you can use. We're just going to read them again. Behind this is a miracle to which I am entitled. So there's a mindfulness that you carry with you all through the day in regarding absolutely everything. Let me not behold a grievance against, let me not hold a grievance against you, whomever seems to, for whatever reason, get to you at that point. Let me not hold a grievance against you. And it could just be me right now getting you out of your reverie. Let me not hold a grievance against you, Juby. Thank you. But, <laughs> but offer you the miracle that belongs to you instead. And the last one is, seen truly, this offers me a miracle. Again, remember, it's not the words that you use. It's always the song of your heart, as it were. And you know. The willingness is unmistakable because it brings the experience of the willingness, which is will. Willingness comes from will, right? It brings the experience of the non-resistance of the peace of mind. It cannot not. Experience must come to supplement the word. That's just the fact of the matter because it's you. Okay, so on that note, my dear brothers and friends, we are going to take a, a leave of you right now. Um, remember that we are going to be moving on to the video of the Master Teacher of A Course in Miracles, which today is a continuation of everything we've been watching this week. It's the vision of holiness because this is Holy Week, this is Easter Week a celebration of the resurrection of our Savior. And you are my Savior. So there is only one of us, and this is a celebration of our resurrection. The Vision of Holiness is the fifth episode. And I really urge you, invite you, welcome you to spend the next hour with us watching this video. Um, you can do it on acimi.com or on the masterteacher.tv, miracleshealingcenter.com. You can get to it from pretty much any of our sites. All right, so I love you always. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of you guys who've shown up to join me here at the Healing Center. I love you, thank you, thank you, thank you. What a blast, what a, you should be here. This is, the light is unbelievable, you guys. Thank you so much, I love you. I love you always. I will see you everywhere. Let us go our way rejoicing in the endless love of God. You have been listening to Voice from Heaven, live in the Miracles Healing Center. Remember that God's voice speaks to you all through the day, that God goes with you wherever you go, and that God is the mind with which you think. God bless us, everyone.